Podcast. We're up to episode number 106. We had a week off last week, but we're back. Back bigger than ever. No, we're not really bigger. We're actually smaller. I'm Wilco. We're missing Cal tonight because he's traveling through India doing work. But tonight I have the beautiful Butters right next to me. How are you going, mate? I am not too bad. Very tired, but not too bad. Been spending too much time playing a certain game. We were not allowed to talk about the game that we are playing tonight. That's why I said a certain game. No dad allowed chat, NDA. Um, so we'll move no on to McDad. Hey, go Officially, mate. no space games tonight. Ah, oh, come on. Oh, I'm going very good. Sit Rep yes. Radio talk about their space game all the time. No, it's a meme now. No. Incorrect. Oh, I'm good. No yes, it's very wet. You uh, good? Internet's not doing too well, but. <laughs> so. You know, it took me eight hours episode... to download the new episode. The last episode we were on, uh, which was two weeks ago, we were talking about how Australia was on fire. Um, me and McDad are now part of floods. So, yay Australia. So, uh, Stevie J himself is actually down the road, had an inland tsunami go through just down the road from him. So, our thoughts are with him. Hopefully, all is well down there. Uh, myself uh, drove through many roads that had water Piled up next to them today, obviously safe. But uh, Piled. McDad How do you had pile what two hundred fifty. Uh, it was there was lakes where the and rivers where there wasn't before. Uh, so you go down to Road. It, it's it's floodway, but it was bigger than I've seen for a while. So, uh, but yeah, McDad had about two hundred fifty mils yesterday of rain. So uh, well, not me, but yeah, near my work, which meant I, I had no sprinkling here. Oh wow, that sucks. So in, yeah, in the last two podcasts, like I said, fire. We've had cows' car get ridden off by hail, and now floods. So, yeah, there's, there's uh, floods. some flooding in Canberra too. Was there? Yeah, it is nuts at the moment. There was a cyclone about oh, what a couple hundred k's off the coast that's not coming in, but it's really affecting our weather. So, anyway, we're not the weather podcast. We're going to go <laughs> on to because we got a really, really, really crammed night tonight. So we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to do it in chunks. There's going to be three chunks and then a little chunk at the end You're for a, chunk. a bit of news, which is the Dead Frost News Hour. Uh, we're going to start with Ghost Recon Breakpoint because there's no real news on that. However, that's what we've been playing for the last two weeks. You didn't say, and let's go to the news, Wilco. How am I going to news? The news we're, we're what, it's what we've been playing. Oh, and no, then we'll no. go to Butters the news. But us didn't see it. I, I wasn't, okay. wasn't paying attention. We have a Discord where we chat about things before we go live so we know what's going on. I was looking after obviously. a dog that's had we're surgery. Flipping, we're flipping it on the head tonight, Butters. We're doing... Anyway, so Ghost Recon Breakpoint has had a Terminator event for the last couple of weeks uh, and we've been playing it. We finished it and we got the trucks and we went around and killed a behemoth with two trucks. That's the four of us. It was really, really good fun. I, I saw um, somewhere on the internet that that was supposed to be behemoth killer, but it really wasn't. The no. behemoth sort of wrecked us a little bit. <laughs> um, it wrecked one of the trucks. We got we got it in the end. <laughs> we yeah, we got we got the there end. in the end, but I think it. Probably I think I think faster. The, to well, it fake. depends on the truck driver. I think because my truck seemed to go okay, but we'll go. Not here so we go. Here mm. we go. Hey, that's what happened. Anyway. It was quite hard yeah. to aim when Wilco was trying remember. to do fucking backflips in the thing. So. I do remember a truck that wasn't one that I was driving flipping down about three kilometres away from where we were. It just kept on flipping and rolling and flipping and rolling. 
Oh yeah, that was that, not my truck. We had we had stunt mode turned on. Uh, the AI tends to just <laughs> stunt around. That's that's all that is. So what happened was we have finished all the missions successfully as a group, which was really cool fun. Um, we got the battle pass done, which is twenty one levels, and you do unlock all the stuff, including a truck at the end, which is a two man turreted truck armored vehicle thing, which is crazy. Yeah, the back folds really open cool and you get. The big yeah. gun. Big boy gun. The animation was too long for it to open and close. Uh, battles got cranky with me when I kept on opening and closing in the middle yeah, of battles. But anyway. annoying. So, <laughs> overall, Butters, what did you think of the overall Terminator event? Any uh, stories from it? In in an overall sense, it was pretty good. Uh, it was nice to see uh, that content come in, the uh, cosmetic stuff that you got with... Uh, the pa- with the event that happened were pretty rad. Uh, I yep. now have literally the punk from Terminator 1 <laughs> dress up, and I just run around going, this guy's a couple of scans short of a six-pack! All the time. And I'm I mean, sure it's not that, annoying. To be honest. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the cosmetics were pretty good. Uh, taking on something as difficult to kill as the Terminator, uh, the T-800s, was interesting. I never actually managed to solo one. Just because they would wreck my shit all the time. <laughs> I almost soloed that last mission. Luckily, Cal came and saved me from the inevitable doom I was going to face actually taking down the T-800 himself at the at the end there in the bunker. Um, I Look, overall, the event was really good, and it's exactly what we were asking for, where they take the Tom Clancy universe and they make it a little bit more science fiction or fictiony, rather than trying to base it all in reality. I love the fact that they've put time travel in the Ghost Recon universe now, but that's something else to talk about down the track and the implications of that. But overall, it was really good, like Butter said, to see something in the world that, look, wolves don't really... You don't see uh, fear from wolves anymore. Uh, definitely the just the general people in the world you don't see fear from. You more just run around having fun with them. Yeah, there's I, nothing really of consequence anymore. But behemoths, yeah. Um, yeah, you get a little bit some, antsy about the behemoths, yeah. but but ju- like and and the fact that they are just a terminator, they're just walking out in the open. They're not using cover. They're not. They're just big, massive bullet sponges. Um, the problem I have with it. And I don't know how everyone else is going to see this, but I think it's broken the game because the weapons you've gotten with the the sort of the, the story content makes everything else easy mode because they had to be used to bring down the Terminators. Like that gun, I just don't even worry about the drones now flying over top. I don't go into cover anymore because I sit there and shoot down the drones before they Yeah, but there was... Once you got to a certain level and you had have a specific sniper rifle, you can basically do that to the drone anyway. Yeah. yeah. But this just gave it to everyone in the game straight up. Like, it's not anything. And the, the grenade launcher is batshit insane. Um, I, I love it. It's really good for blowing stuff up. It's, but and, and that's pretty much the only two guns I'm going to run now. Um, I guess... I so, have since actually switched back to a normal loadout, back to my five one six, and was it the Recon A one sniper rifle? Okay, TAC fifty is so, too long. Yeah, we'll we'll see how 
how it travels. But if I wanted to get through something, I think that's just easy mode now to chuck them on and, and go forward. But definitely. Otherwise, like it's really good. And to have something... Loco, so you might struggle there. Mm. Yeah, probably. I definitely will though. But this is you know me talking through my ass about nothing. I don't know anything. I don't know about. Um, the the thing I want to see though going forward is these Terminators just randomly turning up in the world. This is what I was talking about with Cal, where we went to a base to do one of the, you know, kill one of the T-800s, and we took out one. They end up being two at this base, and then they end up being the little mini-me's that turned up, and about six of them, and they just started wandering the countryside, killing wolves and killing everything. We had to go hunt them down. <laughs> and that was just brilliant, just being able to sit back and watch these things take out entire bases and just roll through the countryside, having just no care in the world, but destroying whatever they see that was brilliant and i want to see some kind of a just randomized thing where you'll be just going through a base and all of a sudden a t800 pops out of the the room and you're like oh shit game on let's do this but i don't know if that's what they've got planned i think this is a one and done sort of you you can go back and do uh the two story missions again and again but that i think this is it uh terminator event done and dusted but how cool would it be if you're just rolling through the world and then all of a sudden you hear the the music and you're like game on yeah but you did good even with the predator one you didn't yeah, really predator have one was like locked, but i wish they did it would be cool i mean the amount of trouble that the predator gave us i'm glad there was only one <laughs> <laughs> what, do you mean? what do you mean we nailed it that one time i did it when i, I did it when i was level five what are you talking about there you go. McDad carried us at level five. It was easy mode. McDad, what did you think of the old Terminator event? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, obviously, um, not around for very long, so it's you'd sort of do it for a bit and then you'd be finished. So, I don't know, I didn't think the guns were that good, to be honest, that gun that you love so much. But you like snipers. It you was a straight line for days. Yeah. yeah. There no. was no drop. Didn't really like it. It actually does end up having a drop. Yeah, two kilometers away. I know because I was shooting the drones down, and they were. I was just having to go a little bit above the drone. So the other thing that happened in the patch was the coughing stopped or got quietened. I don't think it stopped. No, it hasn't stopped. It, it, it is quieter. Yeah, yeah there's clapping not, instead. Not as noticeable. Now, now they just need to turn the fucking kid down with the aeroplane. Oh yeah, and slow clap. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> We just need a earbuds option. Put mute, and he puts his earbuds in, and um, away you go into Era One. But um, I think last so, time I played it, I was standing next to the kid, and I, I literally said to everyone, "Can I just kill this one, please? Just one kid, <laughs> just the one." If they just let you fly the helicopter in, maybe you could just land it on top of him. I mean, fine. maybe I'll be able to fly it in through the uh, the waterfall. Maybe. Maybe. I reckon you. I reckon you can give it a shot. What's gonna hurt? What's it gonna hurt? My face. Probably. <laughs> That's okay though. It's all good. Uh, so, look, the uh, Cal I know liked the Terminator event, and um, he played it with us, and he saved my ass more than once. The the other thing too, the it also introduced like it, there was points where you just couldn't kill them all, and you just had to run. Yeah. Uh, especially out of that bunker at the end, which was really cool. <laughs> So, well, you had to run because it was going to blow up in like a minute. Yeah, we, me and Cal actually cleared that room and then we ran and do, it blew up up the second set of stairs. So we're 
within like oh, 100 metres or something of the destination. So, so if we weren't trash at it, was it almost we could probably doable. do it, is what yeah. you're saying. And that was a that was two man, so it wasn't too bad. The only the yeah, other that was thing the mission like we finished. Like, well, half the people were on the floor dead. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah, it wasn't it three, three of us were uh, nah. were trapped in the bunker, sacrificed our, ourselves to. Just remember, I got out and <laughs> saved the day for us. Okay, oh, it not. happened. We don't need to remember that. <laughs> um, I, that fight look it had good mechanics, and I enjoyed the fact that it was. It was so difficult, but I think at times it just felt like it was cheating. Mm. Uh, there was some bugs there or something or other where... I was hiding just... in cover and got fucking headshot from the opposite yeah. side of the room, and I'm like, you can't actually do that? Yeah. There was a bit of, bit of that kind of stuff that happened. and I, I almost rage quit, I think, at one stage after dying like eight or nine times. That was solo, though, so... It might have been actually more like 15 or 16 times. And getting so close to the end and then having to go through that cutscene to get in, or not even, it was just that loading screen to get in the door oh. every single time. Why, Ubisoft? Yeah, that's right. That was very... <laughs> I mean, I, I... And it reset I, all even, the weapons. Even Cal, so yeah. everything even lined Cal was getting upset I, at that one. <laughs> I had everything lined up. So I had, okay, rocket launches out, guns, um, you know, I've got the, the sniper out, or the, the hardening first and ready for the... the uh, assault rifle second everything's ready to go I you know do the battle then die and I'll get back in that room I'm like okay hold on change everything around again okay two seconds three seconds four seconds let's go and then he was pretty much on top of you by the time you load in you're like oh, come on just have a fair fight but it was good I like I said I enjoy the fact that they're not sticking to as much of reality and this definitely feels like the whole predator thing yeah. where we're going to do some kind of cool sci-fi thing and then we're going to go a bit grounded and probably from the other franchises through the next one. So I wonder what um, um, weird 80s movie we'll get in the next Ghost Recon when that comes out. I don't know. Weekend at Bernie's? If... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Make it happen. Um, I Oh, honey, I, I shrunk wonder... the kids. I wonder when they're going to tie the Far Cry universe into Ghost Recon. We have like the Far Cry three guy rock up. We start doing drugs on the in Ghost Recon, but everything gets weird. Vass is dead. It's time travel, mate. We have time travel in Ghost Recon now. Yeah, it can happen. I don't know. Anything can. I don't happen. know. Anyway, let's move on to the news. Stay here and stay alert. Do you like that? Just straight into it, Butters. Just yeah. for you, mate. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to start. Butters doesn't know this yet because he didn't read the Discord. No, I've started. read the we're Discord. Start now. with the, okay, Division <laughs> Two because that is the hot topic right now. So uh, we have demoted Butters ASMR stream till the end of the podcast, uh, just before the frosty news. Yeah, we're gonna gonna finish off on a strong note. That's it. So we guessed February tenth. We didn't yeah, quite get it right. We close. I think we were very close. Episode 3 launched on February 12th out of nowhere. Uh, all delayed, or the, the announcement of it all delayed because NDAs, embargoes, and, and all kinds of stuff for Warlords of New York. Announcement for Year 2 content um, for the expansion pass for Division 2. Now, McDad, 
Yes. You are the Division 2 expert. Oh, Did okay. you see an expansion coming this soon? Like, as in an announcement drop? No, not at all. No. I, I thought when they, were gonna, so when they time... had an announcement, they were going to announce, at least announce when the new um, episodes are out, which obviously yep. they did, sort of just on the side sort of thing. They didn't really <laughs> go into that too By much. By the way, so tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't really... Uh, I wasn't expecting it being announced, but that's for sure. It's um, a lot larger than I thought it was going to be. Um, I got up at 12 o'clock to watch it, but I'd be finished by, you know, finished by 5.30. Um, but, yeah, it, was, well, <laughs> it went a little bit longer the than vid- that. The video was finished by 5.30, and then the rest of it happened. So, yes, yeah, look, um, it happened. This time two weeks ago, we were not expecting to be down and do a podcast on any of this we thought so we had hints i guess i I alluded to the fact that they kept on saying the gear 2.0 all the new stuff they kept on saying it's when you get all this new content you're going to really it's going to time in with that you'll have heaps of stuff to do and that'll get you back into it and we're like okay so there's something big coming and i guess it's year one is finishing up but not wham bam just here we go. We've got you have episode three. It's a prelude to what's coming three weeks later. Uh, not even three weeks later. Oh, it's such a short Just... period to. <laughs> it would have it would have killed them not being able to say anything. You know, There's, they're getting all this hate yep. and people. Oh, there's nothing to do, nothing to do, and then it's sitting on this going. Yeah, you guys are doing nothing. Jeez, uh, let me say something. <laughs> let me say something because yeah, there's, 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 there's you're never going to keep the internet quiet. So. So look, they what happened was they dropped a trailer, which was an extended sort of twenty odd minute look at what this expansion is, uh, which is title update eight or Warlords of New York. You know we, the problem with Warlords of New York? I keep thinking Warlords of Draenor. I don't. So that's a you problem, not a me yeah, problem. Yeah. So yeah. sorry about that. Um still a problem though. Yeah, okay, look, I'm sure it is a problem for you. That's cool. But, look, we've got... I guess the big part of it is they hinted to it, Alex Keener. Alex Keener? Who? Who? What am I saying? Who? Keener's coming back anyway. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron that's him. Yeah, you're thinking of Alex Jones. Jones. Oh, dear. Get stuff. So, Aaron is back. Yes. He has lieutenants now. He's an attractive man, too, isn't he? He's very different to what I pictured him in in the echoes we saw three, four odd years ago. But yeah, he, they he's, were yellow and black the... though, so that doesn't. You can't see a lot in that, obviously. <laughs> no, you can't. But it's not what I expected anyway. But I'm glad we finally got a face to the or an actual character to go with this elusive villain, if you call him a villain, because I think he's the savior. But anyway, um, he's back and he's got lieutenants now. Has anyone seen this style of Ubisoft game before? At all? Does it ring any bells? Uh, Far Cry? Far Cry? Maybe Ghost Recon Wildlands? Maybe... I've never played that, wouldn't I? Wouldn't I? So yeah, it's pretty much pulled straight out, game model straight out of that, where there's there's four lieutenants, you've got to go find them, bring them out, kill them, and then that will lead to a final mission or final... We had that in Far Cry too. Far Cry Yeah, Far Cry... Mm-hmm, exactly. As soon as I heard it, I'm like, Far Cry? What? Okay. And then they even use the words Far Cry in the description in the video as well. It's a Far Cry from 
you know, whatever. Uh, so I did. Oh, jeez, I didn't pick up on that. Oh, I did watch it today. I'm like, God, you guys just anyway. Um, so we've got a few other um, familiars back. So Faye Lau's back. Uh, Kelso's back as well, coming with us for the trip. The interesting thing is, it is our agents from DC. So I don't know where our agents from New York are in this whole process where they ended up, but um, our they were able to get a helicopter from DC and fly in. It did not crash. Is a very important point to I the storyline so far. <laughs> Um, there. So we'll go through Vivian Connolly, uh, Xavier Kajiak, uh, James Dragov, and Theo Parnell are the lieutenants. A couple of them have ties to the cleaners, and they're not the cleaners you remember from the past. They have some familiarities, but they are still very new cleaners. I saw some in the video some remote control cars that they were hitting, jumping off ramps and launching over and landing on top of you, which was just yeah cool that's going to be scary as hell but they've also got uh the rikers uh the ones that are holding up keener in a yeah, they, look, they look good i love well. the models for them yeah definitely so uh the other thing is i said failure's back uh with a patch and ready to go killing people paul rhodes doesn't like the division agents anymore yeah that, yeah that was a bit hard outpost. yeah I didn't know where to go with that, but he's very anti-agent as well as most of New York, apparently. So understandably, okay, the big, the big baddie now is an, a division agent. So that's why there's a lot of distrust there for, for agents. He has set off a new strain of the virus, which is killing lots of people and destroyed our boo. Our boo in um, red poisonous smoke was, uh, was a hard one to take as well. But um, Paul Rhodes is there in the Haven, which will be our new boo, um, and the yeah the peacekeepers will be all around helping us out or not helping us out as it seems to allude so as well. I'm wondering about the peacekeepers whether they because we've got settlement skin obviously or whatever they've settlements so what they call them where you got to control points there's, there's control points po- control points so okay. are I, they I, I quickly jump on the control points not? right now. Well, I don't know, but the control points if you now. Um, take over a control point, they stay taken over. They don't go back. Yeah, I like, so, I like that idea. Yeah. Until, yeah, so you, until you level you to, up. Until you level up. You, well, yeah, you can basically change the, the skill level of the world and that resets everything. Um, but yeah, you, you can start from scratch and clear the whole map and it stays clear. So I always had a bit of an issue. Look, I understood it, but it, it seemed to be always something going on, which is what they wanted, I guess, for Endgame. Um, but this will be something different, and that model will go in the Washington DC version of the map as well. So you'll be able to clear Washington DC and keep it clear as well. Uh, so that is a, a, a bit of a positive, I feel. Yeah, but I, I do like that. I goes. do like that idea. Um, but obviously, you will you will need to keep refreshing it. I reckon to so you've got stuff to do because otherwise, well, it's not much happening in, in the world, is there? This is what they're talking about so we'll jump into some of the changes there's now like an endless um experience or endless leveling process for your character so it's called shade tech leveling system and it's through your watch and it actually unlocks uh there's four different parts of things which is i'm trying to find it here but it was uh, like defense offense 
utility and then like a miscellaneous one which is like your ammo amounts and stuff like that so it adds incremental little bits there's, there's zero in the in the pictures yeah, we actually, saw it was zero to 50 it's actually five okay it's scavenging, scavenging as, well. as well yeah yes yeah. which it yeah. wasn't it's a weird one so scavenging you use to transform um resources you have into different resources you have or get special resources that you can't get so maybe you wanted electronics there's a way for this to get you electronics through the scavenging it's not scavenging from div1 forget that um but then these four nodes have a zero to 50 so there's 800 level ups you can do to fill that up and that's basically yeah so this will keep you going forever and and it's going to reward the people that that play a lot as well yep and they're talking about so you change the difficulty that change you get better rewards by getting more xp so if you want to get that stuff you play harder content uh it's the same with the different um levels the different difficulty levels they're bringing back heroic and legendary there's three missions that will be legendary they are the three strongholds i'm pretty sure they said from straight up yes the other thing they said too is the strongholds or those the, the the ones that were black tusk tusk missions aren't always going to be black tusk anymore so that yeah, that's for ev- really that's for cool. every mission yeah yeah so every mission now every there'll be a chance of having a different people different uh, enemies in there as well the black tusk have come to new york and they did talk about if you change the difficulty level they actually change the appearance of yeah, the enemies legend- so, the legendaries they're white yeah so if you the black tusk will be white tusk now, what's the name of the baddies in the first one that were wearing white? I can never remember it. Uh, LMB, last man. LMB, Tony. that's it. Are they in New York? There is some. Is yeah, it? there is some. Um, okay, I haven't didn't see any. Gone yeah, there. it's not a full full squad. I think they joined. I think they maybe they joined the um, Black Tusk. Okay, remember. But yeah, so yeah. you will see visual differences in all the. Um, enemies when you are going into these legendary ones as well so it's pretty cool i'm looking forward to that but that's how you get more xp and then we get to move into a whole different xp bar that you'll be trying to fill up by resetting all this content and doing it over and over again in the seasons four seasons a year as there would be there's leagues there's different um, unless, sort unless of, you're in melbourne unless you're in melbourne it's four seasons one day yeah. But there's also, so there's leagues, there's different um, so different storylines that feed through these seasons, different things for you to follow, paths for you to follow through it. Um, cosmetics, and a, that's, that's, it's a battle pass. There's, there's not only cosmetics, but there'll also be actual weapons you'll get from unlocking these battle passes as well. They have said there'll be a free one and a paid one. The paid one will get you the same in-game loot as the free one, so you will not get more guns and stuff that actually makes a difference in game than the free one you will only it'll be more of those things i I explain it yeah that's what it says says there's a bit more of but yeah i assume that means quantity but yes so we see it i suppose yeah that's the hard one but majority of the difference between the paid one and the free one will be cosmetics they don't want to give you a different you know an, an added bonus by paying for the battle pass which is what would outrage just about everyone in the gaming community right now. Um, the ones that I'm already outraged, you mean? 
that's it. So seasons is going to have like it's going to have all this different progression. It's going to every every season's going to come in and and want to basically rank up and get different stuff from it. So it's going to keep you going over the next twelve months as well. Which we've been screaming for seasons. It's not quite the implementation I wanted to see. I wanted to see going back through the storyline completely from the start, but yeah, you can I, sort I, of I think do that this, yourself. This I is guess. a better option. I think you get bored. Yeah, but if if you wanted to keep playing, you just you'd be doing it now. Yeah, so. so there's there's a lot of stuff there. There's four... Okay, so we'll go back what is actually in this content. So we're not going to the same part of New York we're at last time. This is Lower Manhattan. There are five main missions. There are also eight side missions, and the side missions now link into the main missions. Uh, so it's basically we're getting 13 missions with this new part. They're, they're talking about improved boss mechanic fights, which you can clearly see because each of the four bosses have special skills and those skills we unlock when we defeat those bosses one of the guys has got like a yeah, decon I like that. so, drone pretty cool, eh? yeah. and they've done some really cool backstory like this guy is ex-agent that was a tech specialist and he worked on the drones and all this kind of stuff so he's now we've got the more improved stuff we are going against the ex um like not secret service but cia type of person who um, specialized in um, chemical stuff so she's working with the cleaners to help them make better uh, stuff with them and she gets a it's she got this one of them's got a sticky type of sticky bomb one's a sticky fire starter um there's the decon decoy uh drone and i can't remember what the other one is but there's four new skills to unlock through beating those bad guys um they're very unique and they've actually got story behind them too there's the four zones of the financial district, the two bridges, Battery Park, Civic Center. All this area has been affected by the hurricane that went through that sort of flooded um, Washington, D.C. is also taken out. Well, apparently, New York was the hardest hit, uh, is what they're saying. They've, they, they kept on talking about enemy scaling. Um, you'll be able to play with your friends no matter whether they're level 30, level 40, because we've got a level cap increase to level 40 for anyone who does go to Warlords of New York. You'll be able to go up to that. Uh, gear score increase, they did say, previous to this. Uh, I'll be coming in with it. Um, there is so much that dropped. Uh, the, the Talking about the watch itself, which is your shade tech, Part will actually grow and change as you level up that shade tech uh, progression which unlocks after level 40 so that looks very interesting the dark zone experience sounds more hardcore for the dark zone people uh, directives so you'll be able to change the difficulty of the level even further if you want to add even more uh, more uh, challenge to yeah, your game straight, straight, so, straight out of underground but um, yep. Uh, global and global difficulty just, as well. Don't forget we got that. Yep. And global events are coming back in the seasons. Yes. They say that. Uh, did they? they? Did. I think it was on the list. I'm sure it was on that list of things they had. Yeah. But oh, there is so much. There's a. Uh, there was another thing starting with P. There was craziness. <laughs> starting with P. I can't even remember what it was. But it was either. There. That. They've basically changed the game completely. Endgame in particular, because that's obviously what everyone will be playing. They wanted to make content... The AI is one of these big things they've changed. If you go to Legendary... Uh, is it le It's Legendary yeah. mode, where they've yeah. basically made the AI just nuts. So Hunter AI, 
the jump we had when Hunter AI came in back in Division 1 is the jump in the AI we're talking about from Division 2, Year 1 to Year 2, where they're, um, these guys will work as proper squad tactics. Um, they will... One of the cleaners has a hive tusk, a hive, a hive thing on his back, and will actually want to get close to you, so it, he'll actually rush you to try and get that thing to go off. It's just crazy, and they said they wanted to make this content for the top one percent of the game players out there. They they know ninety nine percent of the people are not going to play this content or not be able to finish at this content. They don't care. They want to make this for the hardcore, hardcore, hardcore. So there's that, but there's also stuff for the non hardcore as well. Raid number two will be coming fairly soon, uh, as well in the spring, which is our autumn. So that's not far away as well. It'll be a major part of the content as well. Uh, level 40, also both raids will have level 30 and 40 difficulty as yeah, well. Yeah, it'll be interesting eh? see what happens there. So, yes, I wonder whether it's worth keeping the character at level 30 at, um, in DC so that you can do level I... 30 and level 40 raids. But I suppose it won't matter because the gear will be different anyway. No, it, it'll, be a, anyway. it'll be a toggle. It'll be, do you want to do the level 30 version or the level oh, okay. 40 version? I assume that's how you're going to be able to get people to be able to play together still who don't have the expansion because the raid is coming to people who don't buy the expansion is another big thing they, they talked about as well. So, whew, there is so much. New gear, we haven't even talked about the new gear. Um, so the shade levels I finally found. Offensive, defensive, utility, miscellaneous, which covers weapon damage, headshot damage, critical hit damage, critical hit chance so it's basically all the stuff that we lost off our um gear we're now going to be able to increase that through the shade tech um, yeah it's on gear though it's just on different um different sets yeah yeah so, so scavenging will be able to get you credits steel ceramics polycarbonate carbon fiber electronics titanium and printer filament that's your favorite one isn't it? it is yeah. so roosevelt island uh, Capital Building and the District Union Arena, that's what we said before, it's the legendary ones. Global difficulty uh, will go right up to Heroic. Whew, that's going to be crazy. Um, some of the directives are pretty cool, like the no armor, regen, all that kind of stuff. They basically... I think a Fog of War, uh, is that part of it? Or they... I think I'm pretty sure I saw Well, there's Fog of War Fog for when you go to New York, but I don't know if it's, if it's one of the directives. Okay. So seasons have manhunt targets, reimagined global events, leagues, apparel events, and season events. Now, I saw something about rogue agents will randomly turn up. Now, sorry, I heard something about random, random rogue agents will randomly turn up in your game to affect and change what's happening in the world at the time. Then, on the state of the game overnight... Um, Drew was talking about I can't tell you what there will be but there'll be something really cool that will jump in and give you a, an extra hard challenge and they said it wasn't Hunters so I think someone said Rogue Agents would be just randomly appearing and they weren't supposed to because then he sort of alluded to it but didn't say it um, but that's the other thing Hunters are back um, I don't know how that's going to be implemented I assume it's going to be similar to the first year but they said see. hunters were back. They also said they're not hunters, so I'm not sure which one it is. Yeah, <laughs> they're hunters, but they're hunters with a difference. Whew. They're probably called um, trackers. Trackers, that's it. 
So, wow. See, there's a whole heap of stuff out there. There's uh, a total of 100 levels can be attained over the 12 weeks of the season. Uh, presently, we estimate the average players will gain a level every 30 minutes to one hour. So you're going to have to put 100 hours of gameplay in every 12 weeks. People, get <laughs> that's, cracking. That's a, that's a little bit, isn't it? A just a little bit so as we said the free content that will be coming to improve the whole game will be um, the gear score 515 what's it currently <laughs> you know I haven't played it in that long 500 okay it is oh, so it's a it's a small increase yeah well that's because because uh, they want you to get to level 40 40 obviously so yeah, they want you okay. to so buy the new the stuff basically to- yeah, the Gear 2.0 uh, rework, which is what we've talked about for the last couple of weeks anyway, uh, with the recalibration changes, skill changes, Dark Zone improvement, which they're basically saying you're going to the Dark Zone, you have to kill people. You expect to, do stuff. to have to kill people, other players in there, or have to defend yourself from other players, but they are putting in rewards for people who do help other players. If, if you uh, are there for an extraction and you just don't kill the person and you hold off the bad people while the extraction is happens and they get away, you will get a reward for that in some way, shape or form. I assume XP, DZR XP, but um, that's cool that they're going to incentivize that kind of stuff. And it does pretty much say we've given up trying to get everyone in the dark zone. We're just going to make the dark zone for those who really, really, really want to do it. There's also, they're reverting the sort of rogue stuff back to, what used to be or basically the DZ back to what it used to be so all this happens on March the 3rd on all the consoles and all that kind of stuff it's uh, what do you get picked it up on you play for like 36 bucks the expansion yeah 36 is that with the, yeah. the discount of the, that's the, the UB, play discount which UB, you get UB store discount so um, that, that's good and and that's pretty good value yeah. it is very good value yeah. I think um, and, just um, got a question much... question there from Sitrep yep. um, what we think about people complaining about not getting their money's worth in year one the season one pass, I'd almost agree with. We were talking about today whether someone should go and get it. Uh, yesterday, how much, uh, how much did we pay for the season pass? It's hard that to say because we got the full with... lot, didn't we? Yeah, so, yes. I um, got Old Mate back there in the Ultimate Edition, so it came in with that. Yeah. I thought it was about the $40 mark. Yeah, yeah that seems I about the right amount of money that you'd expect I've, to pay for. Yeah, I think if the second raid had it, the second raid had it covered, um, come in that period which it's still going to be included in that um it is so yeah i think it's worth it i think it's worth the money um as know, it, as it, it stands many... i don't but think still, it is but the that's raid wasn't fault. you weren't paying for the raid with the season pass though the season pass itself only got you early access to a few things which the first debacle was you could get the early access through the test servers anyway the second one, the third one only just hit now. Um, other than that, there's... Did we work out six or eight um, classified missions and some cosmetics? Uh, there was two each time. So there was two missions and two classifieds. So six. But the missions were forever. It's just early access. I don't... I'm not happy with the season pass from you one, me personally. Um, but like I said, I got it free as part of an ultimate pack, which I know I paid for. Yeah, pack, actually, but... no, because I said the raids were, but the raids weren't part of season pass; they were for everyone no. anyway. Yeah, yeah, good point. So, I I'd put it this way: if they offer up a season pass, I I don't know if I'm going to do the battle pass to pay for it. 
this time because I'd have to see it's it. Depends how much it is. If, jumping... it's, if it's ten bucks, I'd probably will. Yeah, I'm not jumping in like I was anymore with for, for a season pass type of thing. If it, basically if Massage said I'm gonna we're gonna do a year two season pass, this is what we're gonna get like the season one one. I would say no. Sorry, I'll buy the expansion. No problems. I'll wait like everyone else for for the content if it's just getting me stuff early. Stashgate, Stashgate was the other problem. I think that was yeah. part of. The season pass, um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't do it again. But yeah, it depends on what you get for that paddle pass, is whether I pay for that or not. And they haven't said pricing on that yet, so I assume it'll be ten bucks. Maybe yeah, fourteen yeah, in Australia, I, or fifteen. Yeah, Australia. I don't think it's I don't think it'd be much more than that. I don't think that's it. Especially fair. if they're going to ask for four four a year. So, but um, oh, Division the, two, do you yeah. think you'd have to pay every month, every time or? Yeah, I reckon each yeah. season you have to pay a new battle pass. Yeah. Um, you look at that one, it's only three is... bucks a month, isn't it? Ish. Mm. Not quite. Nah, it'll, be, uh, it'll be 10 bucks a month, I bet. I'll get to get the 40 bucks a year. Um, the Division 2 game is super cheap on all platforms at the moment, if you haven't got it already for some reason, or you want to get it on a new platform, like our friend Shap- Shrapnel did today. So oh, or if you want to get yourself race. the hunter outfit, buy it for yourself three times and That's level it. yourself up. <laughs> um, the Warlords expansion, as we said, uh, it's about the forty-six dollar mark or something. Good, but thirty-six on on you play if you get the discount. Um, I think it's forty. So yeah, I think it's forty-four. Forty. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. That's Australian. Uh, Australian but if you laws. haven't got the base game, then you can pay a bit more and get the base game with the. Yeah, well, I think it's only adds ten bucks or something. So yeah, it's, it's dirt cheap. Yeah. Whew, that's a lot of news yeah. for the Division 2. Hey, just before we do that, so, just another question yeah. from Citra. Um okay. wants to know if the expansion is going to split the player base. I don't, I don't think it is. I think it's cheap enough that if you are still playing the Division 2, you will get the expansion. I think if it was a $100 Australian, so it's maybe, what, £60 or whatever it is in, in play money over there, Um that would definitely split the player base and they'd have a major problem, but the price is coming at. If you're playing the Division 2 at the moment, you're going to get it. If you're not playing the Division 2 at the moment and your friends are and it sounds pretty cool, you're going to pay not much more to get the full game anyway and get the level 30 level boost as well. Like, maybe there'll be 2% of the people, but you'll still be able to play with them if you go back to... um, DC. Well, that's it. Yeah. Anyway, it's, yeah. so I don't think it's split at all. Yeah. Yeah. You will still be able to kill people in the dark zone if you want to sit rep. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Even the noobs that don't buy the expansion, it's all good. Um, overall thoughts, McDad. Give us a quick rundown. Of oh, I just, all yeah. But it's just so much we can do. It's so much we can be able to do. Just the the difficulty levels that can, you can change the directives. The, the constantly leveling up each time you level up instead of the, just the field proficiency getting gear that you probably didn't really want anyway. Um, I just think it's, yeah, it's it's, it's going to add a lot of life to it for sure. Yeah. Now, Butters, I haven't heard from you in a while. Overall thoughts from the man who's not playing the Division 2 at the moment? Uh, the price point's not too high. And that's, that's a solid answer. That's pretty much <laughs> as much as I've delved into it. Okay. Even though you just I mean, listened to us after everyone about it. Who <laughs> says I was listening? He wasn't listening. He wasn't even here. <laughs> At one stage, he disappeared. It, um, yeah, no, like, it, it's kind of cool that they're going back to 
New York City to resolve, in a way, the Kena story. Um, mm. And it will be interesting I... to see how that fits in, but I don't know if it's interesting enough to pull me back in to the game. Because uh, there's certain aspects to the game that I absolutely enjoy. Like the story, all that sort of stuff, I love it. But there's other aspects that just sort of make me go, eh, eh, eh. I don't know about I've this. I've already got the same problem with the storyline for Kena coming back that I have with uh, Breakpoint and all these other games where Ubisoft does it where they had this really cool bad guy that they put up and you don't get to see him till the final mission and then he's dead and that's the end of it two hours or two days into the gameplay and then yeah. the world's still there but he's not and I want I still I, I want the storyline to go at the end of it oh shit Kena got away we didn't kill him in the end. There's the next four seasons of content where he goes and pops up and comes back or whatever he does and we've got to do something or he comes back later on. Or, I don't want to kill Keena. I, I want him there in the background somewhere doing stuff. A, a way around that's that not the way it's going to be. is you can Time kill Keena, but you find out in the process of doing that that there's something larger at play. Yeah, but... yeah. So it's, it's not so much Keena, but there will actually be like something else that's there. Kind of, th- kind of like how the Black Tusk did that with the the main story, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see if I if I'm happy with the outcome of it. I've got to play the stories leading up to it anyway. If you, work out, if you don't person. like it, do what I do. Don't play. Skip it. the cutscenes. Ah, is that what happened? Yes. Sweet. I'll do that. No problems. Um, I guess I'll give overall thoughts, but the, the honestly, the major thing I'm excited about is the Gear 2.0 workout uh, rework, where I'm going to be able to see. You're going to be able to understand it for once. I'm going to be able to look at it and go, "Oh, I need that. I can use that." Rather than going, oh, "Hold on, just give me a sec, guys. I'm just going to chuck on my uh, my my three spreadsheets." Uh, yeah, no, I don't think I can use that, but I'll hold on it just in case. I'll check it later properly. Oh, yeah. You won't have that. You know, you'll be able to store whatever you want. So I'm going to do a stream of me deleting everything in my stash, <laughs> and it's going to be so fucking enjoyable. I'm going to enjoy it so much. Um, anyway, that is uh, the Division Two. Thank you for putting up with us rambling on about that for so long. Uh, let's go into Rainbow Six because the Invitational's on at the moment, and oh my god, Fnatic are the best. Well, they're not, uh, really, but they beat don't spoil last it. year's winner and runner-up. I was, I was gonna I was gonna do a whole a whole story here, Wilco, and you've just spoiled everything. Not really. Um so yeah, invitation. Voice, please. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh so yeah, the invitational's on currently. Uh finishes off uh this weekend. Started Is it Sunday night? Was it Monday night that, that started? I can't yeah. remember. It's it started Days this week going weeks through the yeah. Uh, the group stages and whatnot. Uh, Fnatic, surprisingly, to everybody, I... <laughs> did fucking really good. They... So on the last podcast, I said, oh, gee, Fnatic's in a world of hurt in that pool. They're not going to get through. It is Lo the and pool. behold, they get through. <laughs> yeah, it is the pool that Intero dubbed the pool of death. Pool of death. I yes. can't remember everybody that was in that, but you had FaZe... Fnatic, but you had ba- Empire. That was that was going to be a problem. Was Empire ultimately? Yeah. Was it BS? No, it wasn't BSD. It was um someone else. I'll check it out. But 
look, the main thing is Team Empire were there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone just went, oh, yeah, they're three. Uh, who's, Dark, who's Dark Zero was the fourth. In That's that, the one, that Dark Zero. In that group, sorry. Um, yeah, so it started out um, with Fnatic vs. FaZe Clan. Uh, that did go the full three maps, and Fnatic won. Which everyone was like, "Oh, oh, okay, Saw that coming. yeah, interesting." Um, phase Phase did come out with that uh, on that one pretty strong uh, with a seven-two on Villa, uh, but then for some reason they took Fnatic to Cafe. I'm not sure if Fnatic actually picked that map. Um, I can't see the map stats here. Uh, so I'm just going to say that potentially Fnatic chose Cafe, and why would you not ban that map? Because Fnatic on Cafe are an absolute weapon. Um, and then they've come in, wiped the floor 7-3, and then they went to Clubhouse and they won that 7-5. The other... See Daisy? I have broken my spreadsheets here um yes so that was followed up with team empire getting a beating from dark zero uh one map to two uh team liquid taking out giants gaming ninjas in pajamas taking out mibr uh natus vincere getting put down by team solo mid reciprocity losing out to bds uh and that was just the the first round of games right there (laughs) uh and then yeah Fnatic came up against team empire and holy shit if you've not watched that game watch that game because these these two teams are absolutely amazing at cafe which was the first map that they went in (laughs) and it looked like team empire was gonna get away with it but then Fnatic won 10 rounds in a row. Taking map one and getting a 3-0 lead on map two. It was absolutely bonkers. And that was followed up. Uh, then, then it looked like Team Empire was hitting their stride again, but Fnatic just shut them down. Absolutely. Got rid of them. Uh, so they... They closed out uh, Team Empire's run right there. They went home. Now, the, the one thing we've always said about Fnatic is they're never really good when they're behind, and, yeah, they, they just don't handle pressure too well. Now, they did all the opposite in this game, which is phenomenal. Yeah, em- Empire was putting the pressure on them, but they they were just absolutely smashing them. And yeah. Was it the last seven they won in a, in a row, was it? Uh, no, it was sort of, sort of a little bit tradey. Uh, back and forth on the last one. Was so it G two? Oh, sorry, it was G. It was G. Yeah, G two. Okay. Not quite G two, but we'll, we'll get to that one. Um, yeah, sorry. And then yeah, Team Liquid got the ass. Uh, Dark Zero took out BDS, which they're still there. So I'm not entirely sure. Oh wait, no, that's that's Wednesday. I've I've moved into <laughs> yesterday's games. Oh, spoilers. Spoilers. So, uh, Dark Zero was up against BDS. Uh, Dark Zero won that one. Ninjas in Pajamas lost to Team Solo mid. Uh, Space Station Gaming took out MIBR. Uh, so, uh, BDS 
uh, Ninjas in Pajamas, G2 Esports, MIBR moved down into the Losers Bracket, as it's called. Losers. Uh, and everyone else carried on. Uh, the one that that was interesting was the fact that Fnatic beat G2. And again... Now, G2's got the famous 14-zip against Fnatic. Uh, yes. The first time ever in history there was a 14-zip and Fnatic got handed it by G2 after such a brilliant performance. That being said, this is when uh, G2 still had their support player that they unceremoniously kicked off the team. Oh, yeah, that was still good. Yeah, this is when they were (laughs) good. good. Uh, (laughs) That being said, uh, G2 did kind of prove they did deserve that invitation to the invitational um so initially it sort of just looked like that they were given the invitation because they're g2 but they have actually played pretty strongly and proved that yes they deserve to be there uh so in in the game that they lost against Fnatic, they came out pretty strong getting a, a three zip lead on cafe which it's sort of like, oh, okay, so we're back at cafe. That's that's an interesting take. Um, and then f- it sort of went back and forth a little bit on cafe. It was a very exciting map to watch, but it was so- sort of... It's exciting, but it's sort of like a little bit of trading. Uh, G2 ended up taking that one 7-5. Uh, I didn't actually get to watch Border, but... Fnatic won border 7-4. And Villa. Holy shit, Villa. Lusty came out after the last game against Empire saying that he felt like he was dragging the team down when he still was doing better than three of the people on the opposing team stats-wise. And he was just like, well, okay, I didn't do so well last game guess what, I'm going to be <laughs> literally tied for top position in the team with Magnet. So, he was the one that actually put the last rounds into the last living person on G2 of the last round of this map. And he openly said, like you said, he openly said, I'm holding this team back at the moment. Yes. The previous game. <laughs> like that's, that's a big thing to come out and say and then turn around and do that. Yeah. So... In this one, I I managed to finally get uh, service in my my building at work's been absolutely shit. I managed to finally get connected back onto the four G network, brought it up. I'm like, holy shit, it's six three, Fnatic's way. Wow, <laughs> this is crazy. They're gonna be and they never G2. choke. So it's it's it, yeah. that was in the bag at that stage. The funny thing was, as soon as I jumped in, uh, G two won around, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Oh no, here it comes. <laughs> it's happening. And it's then G2 won another round, and I'm Mommy, like, ah! <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Fnatic's falling apart. What's happening? Fnatic actually won a round and broke that uh, momentum that G2 was getting, which was initial, uh, straight away followed up by G2 winning another two rounds. So it was 6 5, and they moved into the 12th and final round before overtime. And holy shit, I was, I literally stopped working. I was just sitting at my desk, staring at my phone. <laughs> you never started working, seriously. I moved a few things around my screen. That's work. 
<laughs> and yeah, Lusty put the final bullets. I think it might have. It was either Pengu or Kanto was the last person left alive. That uh, Lusty had dropped the, uh, put down the diffuser, did a little loop around the the building, come back around, and oh my god, <laughs> it was just and. I, I was actually shaking when that happened. I'm like, I had to go outside, get a bit of fresh air. And I'd only just come <laughs> back in. there were no games on Thursday at all. Yes. And we move on. There was no, nothing happened in the last round at nothing all. Nothing to see. Nothing here. to see. Move along. Uh, no, so last night's games, I managed to catch the beginning of the Fnatic one because I was up very late playing games and I didn't realize what the time was. Uh Unfortunately, space travel. Fnatic did not do too well against Team Solo mid. Not too well at all. Uh, so first map was Consulate. They lost that 7-2. Second map was Cafe. They lost that 7-4. So they've been... But they're not out of it yet. They're not out of it Unlike yet. Like G2. G2 is out of it, but Fnatic is not out of it yet. Fnatic... Uh, well... All, all the all the teams uh, that won from the winners. Basically, you got to lose Every, twice to get. Yeah, you got to lose twice so. to get out. It's uh, you, you, so Fnatic's been relegated to the losers bracket. I was going to say something that was completely wrong, and I ended up stopping myself on that one. Uh, good. So we had Space They're Station game. D now. Uh, hold on. Um, so we had Space Station Gaming following that up with win over Dark Zero. So Dark Zero is out. Yeah, don't hurry me up. Ninjas in pajamas uh, <laughs> faced off against G two esports. G two lost. So they should straight sets out two two zip. Get out of here. Go home. Uh, but no, they they put up a fight. From what I understand, I mean the final map went into overtime, so it's not like they went out fourteen zip like Fnatic did that one time. Um, yep. and BDS has taken out MIBR who have been relegated to the losers bracket now okay. so the upcoming ma- matches that we've got um, ew, where did they go Jesus Christ you lost it I have so we've got uh, TSM versus Space Station Gaming on Sunday so that's the first of is, this is the semi-finals isn't it yeah semi-finals no finals and then there's a grand final yeah semi-finals Gra- grand, grand final is the in in proper sports uh, normal sports no. you've got the semi-final the, and then the final then the grand final or the final whichever one but no, but if you follow rugby league or afl you have semi-finals preliminary semi-finals grand final just depends yeah. on sport you follow so in in this one they're We're doing a, that in this one. Yeah, that's what I was saying. We're on this, <laughs> the semi-final. First semi-final is TSM versus Space Station Gaming. The next one, still to be determined, which will be played on Saturday uh, for Australia, so Friday night uh, for everybody else, or Friday for everyone else, uh, is Ninjas in Pajamas versus Dark Zero, uh, and BDS Esport versus Fnatic. So. There is still a chance that Fnatic can do it, and we can have a Space Station Gaming v Fnatic final, which would be just amazing. 
Um, Come on. So if if we, uh, so whoever wins out of those two matches, then the third game of the day will be those two people. Then on Sunday we'll have our. No, on Sunday we'll have our grand final. It's, it's this, yes. this bracket thing. They, put, they've got an extra thing. space in here for no fucking reason. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Um, so, yeah. That's the wrap up? Yes. But. So what, we got year five info. Following on that, uh, we've been told what the year five season one operation is going to be called. It's Void Edge. There is pictures out there of the two operators. One is a blonde-haired chick, I believe, is the attacker. And then there's a dude who is the defender. And it's believed that from some of the sort of leaky information out there that the defender is going to be able to breach through soft walls. And the attacker... Yeah, there's there's spaces. Come on. Um, And the attacker... <laughs> is going to have a ability similar to Alibi in that she has moving holograms. Oh, so interesting. We're going to find out more on Sunday while we are waiting for the grand final. Um, so yeah, that's absolutely crazy. And everybody's thinking that Void Edge is in space, but I just think that's because everything's purple and they've called it Void, to be honest. Okay, so that's it for Rainbow Six? That is it for Rainbow Six. Okay, so quickly before we head on to the last segment, which is Dead Frostman's number one news, uh, we have two bits that I missed in the Division 2 content. Fucking one Jesus. is you can now pet dogs. Two is it's a shock trap was the other uh, skill that you'll be able to get. And you had to string them together to sort of make like a proper... There's a fire um, one too. It off. Yeah, so it's a, a thermite bomb and a sticky bomb. I, I, I can't believe you forgot to talk about the sticky bomb. I did talk about the sticky bomb. I said the sticky bomb that does blow up and one that does fire. Oh, okay. I guess I, 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 yeah. yeah. I did expect it to talk a bit longer about sticky bombs, but yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd zoned out. I was scrolling through YouTube at that point. But patting dogs is a thing now. So cats can go get stuffed, but you can pat dogs. There is a cat, though. Um, there is a cat. There's at least one cat. I've never seen a cat in that game. No, there's a cat. There's they a cat in the, in the trailer. There was a cat. Yeah, it was um, Boston. No, it wasn't Boston. It was um, anyway. I've I've seen it's a in cat New York. In it's not, yeah, it's in New York. Okay, so they're back. Either that so, so quickly, Dead Frostman has been giving us updates on Rainbow Six as well. He's been messaging me, so a lot of that stuff did. Some of that stuff did come from him. So thank you very much. But he Indeed. did want us to point out. Uh, so I went to um, Melbourne Esports Open last year. Covered that with uh, for the podcast. Then met up with Dead Frostman, lovely bloke. Uh, had a good, good lot of time with him and Cappy uh, as well. So really good fun down there. Uh, tickets go on sale tomorrow for MEO twenty twenty, and they've had a huge get for this year's title uh, event, which will be uh, IEM. So previously in Sydney, IEM is the CS:GO quarter of a million dollar uh, esports tournament. It is now going to be part of the Melbourne Esports Open. There is no word yet. I don't think on the Rainbow Six Masters whether it's part of it this year, but if you are interested in going to the biggest uh, esports event in Australia, uh, get onto it now. Um, I mean, I I would be def- surprised if the Masters doesn't make an appearance there, but that it, it, I it is pretty soon. Hold on, 
well, as well, the two headlining events is expected. Rainbow Six Oceanic Cup yep. will still be played at Margaret Corn Arena. So we're going back to the Oceanic Cup. So that means the Masters will be held at a different location this year, which will be interesting. So sorry I didn't quite get to that part of the, the thing. Gosh, Wilco, just... I didn't get there either. We're both at fault on this. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty big that the Oceanic Cup is returning. That is usually a prelude to the actual Masters event. Um, Masters event, so so that will be interesting. Yeah, so well. we'll get to see who gets invited to the Masters in Melbourne, August twenty-two, which is pretty yes, cool. Um, so it, it yeah, could be so. that they they'll move it to close to PAX, maybe. Or yeah, I don't think it won't be at PAX. It won't won't be at PAX, but it might be sort of like the week after a week before or something maybe yeah i i really honestly want them to host it and get their own venue just host it as a separate event itself i know yes. they won't because they really it's not that not quite big enough for that yet but yeah i mean it would be absolutely amazing um but yeah and the fact that the esl studios are in sydney it might end up i, I would have thought there. they could hold it there um i mean they, they'd you don't be able to need do to have there. a big audience like, you don't have to have a big audience because it will be something that they'll do it, especially if they tie in, hey, this is going to get you a qualifier for X, Y, Z down the track, the winner of this. That means there's going to be eyes on it on Twitch, well, and who cares how did, many people you get in the stadium for that. Did the last Masters have a invitation to the Invitationals no, attached? No, but I, I, I reckon that's really, where they're heading. Really should. To be honest. Yeah. Well, that to, to give... APAC more uh, like more standing in the world we need to have a direct qualifier somewhere along the lines yeah so and and the fact that APAC showing that they're not to be trifled with during this invitation yeah well and the fact that we are holding you know fi- well uh, season finals as well so yeah yeah it, it, lots of stuff to watch out I'm, I don't want to you know we'll find out soon enough when, when Ubisoft Australia finally turns around and announces stuff like this but Obviously, they're going to have something to say in the in the next couple months about the Oceanic Cup. Yes, um, we'll get we'll get through season eleven first, though, of the Pro League, which will be back in, on our screens in a couple weeks' time, I guess. So, um, thank you, Dead Frostman, so much for your help uh, in the background. You are a true legend. Go follow him. I am Dead Frostman on Twitter. If I got that right, I always am unsure, but. Look, we've gone over. We started early because we've got so much to talk about. There is so much happening. Sorry, DeadFrost99 on Twitter. Go give him a follow and a like and the stuff over there. Um, what is happening with us for the future? Is This is the last podcast. No, the, sorry, <laughs> uh, we're, we're playing Division 2 tomorrow that was, night. That was so scary keep when you just said that. Just like, hang on. <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> I've not been told about this. What is going on? Originally, originally it was going to be Breakpoint Friday, uh, but uh, obviously the Division Two news and the sudden drop of Episode Three means we'll be probably catching up on Episode Two content tomorrow night. Yeah, it looks, uh, at this stage, then... it's just you and me, we'll go, I think. But um, we might okay. be we'll get someone to, Rocket, to help Rocket us out. Might want to join in. That's it. So Stevie gets the season pass. You will see a little bit of more Division 2 content coming your way as we gear up for 3rd of March. Uh, and if Foxy and Boreal actually man up and 
be calm and make the call we'll have a 24-hour stream coming soon for the bullets and beers podcast so shout out you make sit rep get on it and borrow get on it so if you want that tweet it at bullets and beers on twitter and say well we should probably see if we can yes. get uh um that would be good. sure yeah. i look uh, all tinks, these people remy tinks and that that remy guy we can get, talk about diablo 3 for hours we can, and hours and we hours. can get uh the hunter <laughs> The hunter himself, I born born himself might even want to chat. Oh, yeah. I've heard that DB guy always gets a microphone in front of his face and just wants to keep on talking. So we got enough people, enough people to do it. Just a matter of um... definitely, I can line up four or five good interviews for uh, to get us through six hours of podcasting. It'll be great. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not fucking. It's out there in the world. Way. Let's make it happen now. Has to, has oh, to happen. Let's... We'll talk about. That's it. Um, McDad, where can people find you, mate? Uh, Anything you're excited for besides Vision 2 and what's coming? No, nothing way? else excited <laughs> besides that. It's, uh, um, 3rd of March is the day before my birthday, so um, by the time it's downloaded, it'll be my birthday. <laughs> Very good. By the time it's... Uh, <laughs> no, we'll get, it, we'll get it at midnight. We usually get it at midnight. Obviously, you're having the day off the next day and doing midnight launch. No. Okay. We're done. Yeah, what day is that, actually? You think... We could work that out. We got to I'll look at the stars. Be. Hold on. It's probably going to be. If I line the star up with that star up, it's a Tuesday. Tuesday. It's a Tuesday night ticking over. Yeah, it's Monday night ticking over Tuesday. Yes, I should have a day for my birthday, shouldn't I? It's a good idea. Apparently, people in Australia do that. It's called the National Birthday Holiday. It's a thing. Go check it out. McDad seventy five everywhere, except and here's a webcam. If you. If you are not watching us live on Locked On Lads on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook, or Mixer, you're missing out on McDad's beautiful face. Not just his beautiful tones, but his beautiful face is on. So check us out live next time we're on. Uh, Butters, mate, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Mr. Buttersocks. Other than that, hit me up on Uplay at MrButtersocks.usm. Uh, I want to play some Rainbow Six tomorrow night, but... Not sure if that's going to happen, so it might end up being Valentine's a Saturday. Day. Yeah, I completely forgot it was Valentine's Day. So, yeah. Me and McDad have got a date tomorrow night. Yes, we so, do. Yeah, you're more than welcome to join us. Uh, so, I'm so far behind, you'll be fucking catching me up on the raid and every, everything that's come it's after It's all that. good. They're just, they're just missions. Yeah, they're just they're missions. You can do the missions. Fine. That's easy. Yeah. yeah, it's easy stuff. Story. McDad hates story, on. yet we're playing story. No, I, um, I need to clarify that. Um, story only. I hate every story except for Division stories. <laughs> okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, so you get also Cal at Cal underscore AU on Twitter. He's part of Delta Squad, so go hit him up if you are a Ghost Recon fan, if you want some information or you love it, you want to chat to him about that. Um, he is getting back into the Division 2, I assume, as well, but his thoughts will come next week on the podcast when he's back from India. Uh, but thank you, everyone, who has joined us this week. I am Wilco. My Twitch is Peter Wilco. I do some racing and I do some Elite Dangerous or Space games. And I also do Tom Clancy stuff as well over there. Follow me over there, Wilco's Chill Zone on Twitter. Uh, follow us all, Locked On Lads on Twitter. And LockedOnLads.com is a website that still exists. So go check it out with all your stuff. You can get uh, access to all our socials on there you can get access to all our merchandise on there not our cool little shirts here from PAX the other year and we'll have PAX stuff to talk about fairly soon for this year if you are going we will see you there hopefully um, but other than that 
it's been an episode 106 and it's been a massive one and there's been so much to talk about thank you everyone who put up right till the end uh look out for butter's little cool joke afterwards that we never listen to because we don't get that far through. i did listen to did. i listened to it oh there you go mcdad listened to, to listen to i listened to the last five seconds it's worth it, guys. Make sure you listen to the way to I did a pretty big go. one in the last episode, I think. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. That's what she said. The one before. Have a great night, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. Bye. Time to pack it up. My work is done. What about now? What about now? What about now? What about now?